Hello, hello. I'm Lori Alvarez, and I welcome you to Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. This is where I will share my story, knowledge, wisdom, and the legacy in real estate, and my family, all boldly wrapped up in one with you. So let's get started. Some of the things I heard this weekend in real estate, uh, I was a busy, it's been a busy last um, 60 days, to be really honest with me. I feel like you have been very busy. I've been working every weekend. When I call you, you don't answer. Oh my gosh. Here's the sob story again. (laughs) Here's the sob story. On our page, if you can relate to me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I just have to show up and get in your face. Oh my goodness gracious. (laughs) Okay. So anyways, uh, so some of the stuff that I heard this past weekend, which I really yeah. found interesting. Mm-hmm. I met with a new family who's going to be selling their property with us. Yay. We are Yay. so excited. Yeah. Um, they came to us through an open house that very rarely happens to right. be yeah. uh, very transparent in the business. Yeah. Uh, and this family, one of the things that they said was they did not believe the buyer's agent should earn as much commission as the listing agent. What? <laughs> Now, with Amy Cruz over here as our one of our beautiful buyer's agents on the team, how would you rebuttal that? Well, I'm the one running around showing all these homes getting your place sold. (laughs) That would sound a lot nicer than I want to say it like that. Buyer's agents do a ton of work. They do. What do a buyer's agent do? We are out previewing homes, searching for you, putting the, you know, Organizing your schedule for you, chasing But how does that agents, really relate to the like, seller? Tell me that. How does that help the seller? Showing your home. Yes, that you're is the true. One showing your home. That is true. And we're going to advise and help our buyers to see the pros and cons in every home. Yeah. So, so what about getting paid less then? How do you think, what do you think about that? Well, I think what you're going to offer, I just hope that it's fair Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I don't know. I'm not the type to get wrapped up in the dollars and cents. I'm going to get paid. If my client wants to see the home, they want to see the home. See, that's the truth. They asked that. They said this, and I loved what they said. They said, uh, well, you know, everything is on Zillow. Everything's on Redfin. So if someone really wants to see it, their agent is going to be forced to show it, right? I mean, it's kind of true. If my clients ask to see it, I'm not going to say to them, like, oh, no, it's only pay me. I'm not uh-huh. going to do that to my clients. At the end of the day, I'm not. And that's my fiduciary duty to show it. Show it and sell it and if it's the right house for you. If it's the right home for them. Yeah. So just to be clear, Amy does believe a buyer's agent is just as valuable. Absolutely. We're representing the buyer. We're taking care of the buyer and the contract, the negotiations. We we earn our money. We yeah. earn our commission. Yeah, I would agree with that. I have been on both sides of the table as the listing and buyer's agent. Right. And it is the reason why I've hired buyer's agents is I do find value in the buyer's agent. Uh, and I love that my buyer's agents specifically just help the buyers because that's a very demanding position it is it is what is something that is demanding about being a buyer's agent um the availability of the buyers Mm -hmm. you know you as a buyer's agent i feel like i really need to be available all the time at least as much as possible of course i have my schedule and my kids and things like that and at the same time for me in particular i have a good support system right if a buyer wants to see a house 
they text me this morning and want to see it tonight, which that did happen actually today, yes. I can do it. Yes. That's important. And we have to have a availability in the evening, right? right. The evening yeah. is big. After work. Right. Everyone comes home from work. And the beautiful thing is that you have a full time buyer's agent when you work with us. And so when you have a full time buyer's agent, that agent is actually searching for your house in advance. When you come home, they've already picked out great houses that they think would be a good fit for you. Aside from the ones that you took the time out of your day to choose as well. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I give you a high five. Thanks. I believe you are worth just as much as the listing agent. I do believe that. Thank you. And I don't (laughs) believe that the listing agent is the only agent in a transaction. I think a great buyer's agent is present at every showing. Mm -hmm. They are aware of and walking through the property with you at that showing. They're not returning their text messages outside the door waiting for you while you're walking through the house. They're walking through the house as well with another set of eyes saying, is this a good fit for my client? And remembering everything that you mentioned in that buyer's consultation of what was a priority to you in your home purchase. Because sometimes that house will be so cute that you might be distracted by the cuteness and forget the non-negotiables in your home purchase. And sometimes I feel like um, some buyers will get caught up in a home that like it looks so cute. It's beautiful right now and it's great for you right now. Is it going to be great for you in three or four years from now? Yes. When you may not be ready to move quite yet. Yes. Where are you working? Like there's just so many things that, you know, you can get easily distracted as a buyer by a pretty listing. Yes. But you have to remember, like yesterday, I, we showed some clients uh, tri level. Uh huh. Yes. Which is was beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful home, and they don't have kids yet. Yes. They're planning on having kids. Well, how uh-huh. do you guys feel about all these flights of stairs when you're going to have little kids? Right. Like that. That was a big deal to them. Yeah. When we first spoke, and now you know I'm like. Remember? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's true. Good point. So that would lead me to the next statement this particular client said was, I didn't believe the agent was on my side working for me. Which, who said that? This is another appointment I was on yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, interesting. So that's how they felt. They felt like the agent was just trying to get the deal done. Now you saying to a buyer as they're looking at the property and them saying, well, this is it. You not just saying, okay, great. Let's write the contract. No, no way. I'm like, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) Let's just make sure it checks all the boxes that we originally talked about. Yeah. And make sure that it really is. Now, why would you want to add doubt to it, Amy? I mean, come on, let's close the deal. I'm not trying to add any doubt. I just want to make sure they absolutely love it. It's a huge purchase. I hate when our buyers, if ever, feel any kind of like buyer's remorse when they Mm -hmm. regret after everything's done and said and you've signed your documents. And, you know, I I want you to be happy in that home. We want you to return our call after your close. Like, let's have the housewarming party. Let's hang out after. Let's, you know, I'm so, I feel like you've built me into this person. I'm also just like that naturally, but we're all about relationships. Yes. You know, we want to just keep that and um, 
the trust and just everything that's connected to that is just such a big deal to us. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's so important to me when we're working with our buyers. We just had new buyers that just closed on their very first home. Congratulations to that family. We're so excited. And uh, can I tell you that it was one showing and bought? Which, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They are so excited. They knew what they wanted. They knew when they wanted it and they knew how to get it. And uh, literally they got pre-approved and then they got pre, pre, I'm sorry, cross-qualified with our preferred lender and preferred that experience over the lender that they initially spoke with. And so they chose to work with one of our preferred lenders we recommended to them. Look, no affiliation. We get no money back from them or anything right. like that. We just get great lenders who have been in business with us for 18 years. Yeah. And when we say go, they go, right? Yeah. And that's so important in a real estate market that has low, low inventory. Absolutely. Because even though interest rates are high, right? Mm-hmm. They're high. Buyers are still out buying because they understand that the rate is temporary and the address could be forever. Right. I mean, that's the truth, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. Or at least five to seven years long, according to the National Association right. of Realtors. Yeah. Yeah. You'll likely be there five to seven years. So that interest rate is probably not going to carry for seven years. Yeah. They are talking about interest rates showing a decrease sometime next year. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Where's the crystal ball? It's yeah. back there. Let's there grab it. Yeah. <laughs> is the crystal ball. Do we see what's happening in the crystal ball? Uh, so I love this in Fox Boot Business News today. More homes sold over the asking price. This is home buying season. This is home buying season. This is interesting that it's home buying season and houses are sold over the asking price. Yeah. I don't know that that's for the buyer's incentive. Right. However, it is home buying season. We've come right through it. August comes to a slow. July, I like to call it the quiet before the storm. Yeah, for sure. July, 4th of July weekend, everything becomes very quiet. People ask me, when's a great time to sell my house? Not July. Yeah. You could put it on the market. You're going to hang out a little bit because July is just not that season. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. Right? July and August are great time to get ready to go on market. Yeah. We've got quite a few new listings coming up right after uh, the holiday weekend, which happens to me. My birthday. That's right. Labor Day weekend. Who else just had a birthday? Oh, me. Amy Cruz had her birthday. I was excited for my birthday this year. Oh, (laughs) she went off and had fun and got to take the day off, right? I did. I never work on my birthday. I always take my birthday off. Yeah, you did. I mean, I did still kind of work. Yeah, she had to do some stuff. Checking on some stuff and. And you know what other stuff yeah. we were working on, but yeah. We cover her though during that. That's the benefit of working with a real estate team. For sure. For right? sure. Right? When you work with a team, you can actually have a day off. Yeah. Oh, what happened to me? Oh, I lead the team. I help 
time. That is true. That is true. My girls are my ladies. My real estate ladies are awesome. They're out there hosting our open houses, successfully bringing buyers and sellers in so that we can continue to move the real estate brokerage and the real estate yeah. business forward. We, we love that. So this, this thing on more homes selling over list price, would you find that yeah. to be accurate as a buyer's agent? Uh, yeah, it's, it's accurate. I don't think it's like how it was in what 2021 where it Correct. was crazy over. Correct. Um, but yeah, I mean, we still, we have to be competitive as buyers. So, I mean, we're seeing multiple offers, yes. not as many as. Yeah. A couple years ago. Every property I've put on the market in my real estate business, every listing I've had, okay, let's let's rephrase that to 90% of them have sold over list price and we've had a couple offers on it ranging from two to 10 offers on yeah. it. It just depends. It's a good range. Yeah. Uh, and we've successfully sold them over list price. Now, here's the thing though. Coming back in, we are seeing credits asked. Right. Credits asked for rate reductions. Mm-hmm. Credits asked towards buyer closing costs and uh, credit at credit reductions for repairs. Yeah, that is happening very regularly. Very, very regularly. So I had someone ask me again this weekend, right? Uh, It was a great conversation I had this weekend. Uh, They said, how do you know the market when it's not an area that you sold a bunch of houses in? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, it is a great question. How did you respond to that? You know, I love that you asked that because this particular family that I sat with is a data analysis kind of person. That's what they do for a living. And so I said, well, it's easy. Then the market is in the numbers. Yeah. And if you know how to read the market, you know what's happening in the neighborhoods Mm -hmm. that you're servicing. So, for example, when you take a buyer out to a neighborhood to sell them a home, right? The one thing we do when we discover what they should offer, and we are pretty rock star at getting our offers accepted in multiple offer um, situations. situations. Thank (laughs) you. And what that means is, uh, I would say we probably knock that out about 70% of the time we get an open escrow. You know, uh, what that means is, how do you know, how do you help them? How do you advise them to one, not overpay, and then two, still be in the heartbeat of the real estate market mm-hmm. that's happening in that area. What do you do to figure that out? Comps. Comps. Know your comps. Learn the numbers. You learn the neighborhood. Even mm-hmm. if it's a neighborhood we don't personally live in or go to all the time, we're going to dig deep in the MLS and check out all the comparables in the area and mm-hmm. make sure that they are, you know, not listed way crazy over the market value of that particular neighborhood. Right. And that's exactly what we do. We look at listing price and we're not even looking at the property specifically that you're buying, writing the offer, right? Right. We're looking looking at the comparable properties that are within a three mile radius, just like an appraiser would do. And we're looking at what are the stats of that property? What is the condition of that property? Then what did it list at? What did it finally sell at? Mm -hmm. And then did they get any closing cost credits? 
right? And then we look at the longevity of that market altogether. Is it on the rise or is it on the decline? So that way we can tell if we need to still write an offer that is trajectorying up, going up, Mm -hmm. or or do we have a market that's going down, right? And that's how we help our clients to not overbid on a property, not overspend on a property. Yeah. And those numbers are right there. You guys see them on Zillow. You see them on Redfin. Redfin, When you close, you see the closing number. What you don't see is, was there a credit given? Right. Right? None of that's reported on those websites. Right. All that's reported on those websites is final closing numbers. Yeah. So guess what? They could have paid 20000 over the list price and received... received a $20,000 or a $10,000 credit. So what does that mean? Yeah. So they didn't really pay 20,000 over the asking price because they received whatever, you know, was on there as a credit. Yeah. And so if you just go to the listing agent with that information, could you potentially then overspend by $20,000 and not even know that you might just might be able to get a closing cost credit. Yep. That is what the value is of a buyer's agent. Absolutely. And a listing agent, right? Both buyer and listing agent and someone did ask us. They just recently asked me, "How do you know the duties of and who is really the agent?" Right? Who really is the person I need to be talking with. Well, everyone needs to disclose who they are. She discloses. I'm a buyer representation. I work with the buyers. I help the buyers. And in California, what that really means is that their fiduciary is also to the seller Mm -hmm. because the seller is that who pays the real estate commissions. The seller just doesn't pick their buyer's agent. Right. The buyer's agent picks you, seller. So are you the one they pick? Yeah. Right? Yeah, pick me. Pick me. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the listing agent is chosen by the seller. Mm-hmm. And you're trusting and trusting your listing agent to choose the strongest buyer's agent when the multiple offers are are submitted and that was the conversation i had this weekend with my sellers Mm -hmm. when they said lori when deciding to choose they had i believe seven offers on the table or something of that sort yeah they didn't choose the highest they chose what happens they chose whoever the listing agent myself recommended along with terms of contract the underwriting approval that was provided the pre-approval the proof of funds and the offer that was written and how strong the offer was written how clean and professional was that offer all of that matters makes a huge difference it matters and so my sellers deferred to me right? They deferred to me, Lori, who do you think we should work with? And doing a lot of real estate, selling a lot of homes like we do, we know all the great agents. 
We know them because they're out there working in the trenches just like us. Yeah, definitely. And so we can confidently say, you know what? This is a great agent. We can confidently say that. Um, And then we, of course, go back to that agent and say, we put in the good word for you, man. (laughs) Don't let us down. Don't make us look bad. For sure, for sure. That's the reality of it. So who do you know that is a buyer's agent? Who do you know that is a seller's agent, listing agent? And then there's an agent who represents all parties. Guess what? I can be an agent who represents all parties. I can be an agent who represents just the seller. And I could be an agent who represents just the buyer. Amy could be a rep agent uh, who just represents the buyer. The buyer. Because that is her one job at our real estate office. She yep. loves working with buyers. She loves going and looking at homes with you. She will look at as many homes as you want. Whatever it takes to find the right home. Find the right home and make sure it's the home that you are super happy and comfortable with and she's looking at your resale eyes too right right absolutely because she knows national association of realtors has told us people move every four five seven years yeah so she's looking at and communicating with you about your resale we're here for the long term yes we are we're here to help you get your real estate resolved That's right. And home starts with (laughs) you. We truly believe that. I'm Lori Alvarez, and you've been listening to Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. You can follow me and check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LoriAlvarez.net. And if you haven't clicked on that subscribe button, hit it now and let's boldly do life together.